Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF mentor coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Master Your Coaching Biz, the podcast. And we have an exciting guest with us today, very relevant to our podcast. So welcome, Sunny Galt. She is from Independent Podcast Network. That is her company. And she has been professionally podcasting for more than 17 years. So welcome, Sunny. Oh, thank you, Cheryl. It's great to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about you. Oh, my goodness. Where do I start? I got my background in more traditional media, right? So I went to school, went to college, uh, was going more of the journalism route. And that's actually what I started to do. So I got my degree, started working at TV and radio stations, but kind of wanted to do something a little bit different than that. Um, I really love talking to people and communicating with people, but I didn't really feel like I had the ability to do what I wanted to do through traditional media. Mm-hmm. And right about that time is when YouTube launched. And at the same time, podcasting had already been out. But YouTube, I really feel like kind of gave the whole industry a, a really big push. And yeah. so for me, it started with not only podcasting, but also doing, you know, taking the videos that I was already recording for the, the podcast and also publishing to YouTube. And then I started, you know, doing more and more of that, just kind of learning the industry. And then fast forward, started launching more and more podcasts, which were just audio at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just kind of followed my stage of life. So I, I was uh, newly married. My husband and I were starting our family. So all the podcasts that I originally launched were focused on parents and families and pregnancy because that's that's what I was going through in life, right? Yeah, And I really didn't know what I was doing. I mean, podcasting was a really new thing back then. And, you know, I I literally bought a book. (laughs) (laughs) I went out, I bought a book. I'm like, okay, so this plugs into this. But I did have the background of journalism to know Mm -hmm. how to tell a good story, right? To feel comfortable interviewing people and talking to people like we're doing today. And so it happened very naturally. But that's the kind of content that I started out with because I was always told, you know, talk about what you love or what you know. Um, And so that was my life at the time was starting a family. And I thought, well, I've got a gazillion questions. So this is great for me to be able to have something, a hobby, if you will. That's kind of what it was in the beginning. And I did that. I'm, I'm still producing those shows. So those shows launched in 2012. Still releasing content today for those shows. And I've added a few more shows because as you know, once you start podcasting, sometimes you can't stop. (laughs) 
(laughs) And then, you know, I was just doing it for so long. People started just asking me questions about podcasting. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, I've been doing this a while now. I guess I do have those answers. And then it became kind of popular for people to, you know, start like podcasting courses and stuff. And I was looking at these people. I'm like, how long have they been podcasting for? Read their bio. It's like, oh, a year, two years. And I'm like, (laughs) not saying you can't learn a lot, you know, depending on how much you put yourself into whatever you're doing. But I was like, you know, I had over a decade, you know, 15, whatever years at the time of experience. And I was like, well, why am I not doing that? So that's kind of how the coaching side of podcasting came along is I was just a fan of podcasting, have been doing it a really long time. And I thought, well, if these guys can do it, I I can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So you help them with with all parts of it or specific parts of podcasting? Right. So it's changed over the years because podcasting has changed, right? But you still have brand new podcasts starting. And that's that's where a lot of like podcast coaches, that's what they focus on. You know, the the standard of how do you start a podcast? I've been able to branch out from that. So to answer your question, like I have a whole online course, which is free to everyone. I opened up all my content recently and made everything free to people. So I have a course that walks people through how to start a podcast. I launched that several years ago. Used to be behind a paywall. Now it's just available. And that's kind of how I got into it was was just teaching people how to podcast. But then I realized that there was really a need for people who had been podcasting for a decent amount of time. They were just kind of throwing their hands up in the air going, what do we do now? Like my numbers aren't growing anymore. I really, you know, my business partner or my husband and my wife are like upset that I'm spending this money on a podcast. It's not really helping. What do I do? Either I've got to make some money doing this or I've got to find, you know, another creative outlet, right? So I, I really started focusing on that group of people because most of the time they're really passionate about their content. They're really good at what they do. They want to keep with it. So they've got that drive that people really need, you know? And so I started focusing, you know, more on them. And, and that's really more of the podcast that that I work with, especially if I'm going to work one-on-one with podcasts. It's usually people in that stage because all their situations are a little bit different, right? So, that, so yeah. they need you know, coaching in different ways. But again, all of that content that I created from the beginning, all that's available because you have to start somewhere. And, you know, why invest a ton of money in some expensive podcast course you know, when you don't even know for sure if you're going to be with this for a long period of time. So that's kind of been my philosophy recently is offer a ton of content for free. And then I believe that that when you do that, that good stuff comes back to you. So is it the exact same person? Maybe not. Maybe it's somebody else that's like, oh, this is great. She's offering all this free stuff. Maybe I'll come back to her when I really do need something. Maybe I don't fit, you know, what she's doing right now with the free stuff. But Hey, I'm going to need some advertising help down the road. Yeah. So I've, my my business model has changed, but I would say the majority now are, are people that have been podcasting for, you know, I would say a year or more, and they just need to go to the next step. And so I help, I guide them on what to do next. All right. Well, awesome. So that sounds great to know that there are, because I see all the new co- uh, coaches out there for new podcasts, yes. but I don't see too many for, you know, existing coaches. So, yeah. so what, what is, so our audience is, you know, mainly newer coaches somewhere from, you know, starting out to about five years. Um, and I think it's, you know, personally, I love podcasting and 
Um, I think it's a good way to grow your business. And I think that you believe that as well. What are the benefits to it? Yeah, so um, I have a free downloadable on my website. And Cheryl, I'm happy to provide you with the direct link to it if you guys want to download this. I don't even ask for email addresses, by the way. I, I just give away my stuff for free. Um, but I'll go through some of the bullet points that I talk about. My favorite clients to work with are not only you know podcasters that, of course, are passionate about whatever they're talking about, but people that have it tied specifically to their business. So coaches are a phenomenal group of people to have their own podcast. Because no one's going to want to work with a coach if they can't identify with them or connect with them, right, on a personal level. Mm -hmm. And I think podcasting is such a strong way to be able to get your voice out and see if people even like you. <laughs> Do they want to have you as a coach? It's not just about your knowledge, right? It's about that connection that you form. So I'll go through some of the, these bullet points, Cheryl, and feel free to stop and ask questions or whatever as I as I go through this. But these are kind of my my top five ways that podcasts can grow your business. And I have my little cheat sheet here. So if you guys see me looking <laughs> over there, that's what it is. The first is to increase your own credibility, okay? Because whether it's true or not, if you have some sort of platform, whether it's a you know blog, it's a YouTube series, it's a podcast, it does put you on a different playing field. It shows that you're a little bit more serious about whatever it is that you're talking about. And there are some ways that I think that, you know, you can kind of push yourself. So not just having a podcast, but being really mindful of how you create your podcast. So a couple of little tips within this is for your artwork, right? So we, we call it artwork, but it's really the image that's associated with your podcast. I always recommend that if you're doing this for your business, you have your image on your artwork. Again, it's about that connection that you're trying to create with a potential client. When you come up with episode ideas, obviously make them relevant topics about whatever it is the industry is talking about or what you think your customers or clients would be searching for online. Because we know that episode titles are a huge way to get people to find your content. That is SEO relevant, right? So when people are searching for podcasts and whatever podcast player, they're typing in keywords and it's pulling from, I'll give you the top three places. It's pulling from your episode titles. It's pulling from your podcast name or title, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's also pulling from your author tag. So make sure whatever your content is that you're, you're focused on is in your episode titles. I talked earlier about giving away stuff for free. So you know, doing that within your podcast, that increases your credibility, offer a free handout or downloadable, something like that. So that's the first tip, okay? Yeah. The second tip I would say is it expands your reach, right? It gets you out there in more places. I'm not one to say that podcasting is the end-all be-all. I think what you have to, to look at is what are your skills? And, you know, could podcasting fit inside your skill set? Sometimes people freak out when there's a microphone in front of them. Then podcasting probably isn't the best thing for you. But if you are someone that can kind of grow into that or you're already feeling comfortable with that, it can definitely expand your reach. You can do guest appearances like I'm doing today on another podcast. It's a great way to kind of collaborate. I have found that most podcasters are really friendly people. Cheryl, I don't know if you found that as well. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's, still, it's a nice community, uh, yeah. especially like the small to medium-sized podcasts. They're really nice people, right? And so there's, this is just one more tool in your arsenal, if you will, to be able to expand your reach in a different way and connect with more people. So I'm, like I said, it, it's not that it's only podcasting or it's only social media or it's only this, 
find what works for you, what you feel comfortable with and, and pursue that, right? And expanding your reach is point number two. Uh, point number three is to connect more deeply with your audience. If you think about it, and for those of you who listen to podcasts, obviously you're listening to this one. Usually when we listen to a podcast, we have earbuds or headphones on or something like that. And it's a very intimate experience. If you think about it, like you, whatever you're saying in your podcast is going in directly to someone's head (laughs) through their ears into their head. Whereas if you were on a television show, people may, you know, people have the television on all the time and they're not really watching it. It's just extra noise in the background. Or they're watching with like five or six other people and other people are talking and then there's music in the background. You don't get that as much with podcasts. It's not like a spectator kind of thing where, you know, you're going to get around usually, you know, with your friends and listen to a podcast. It's very personal. And because of that, it gives you an opportunity to become personal with your audience. So the medium itself is personal, but then I always encourage people to be a little bit more vulnerable with their content. What I mean by that is to share personal stories. Don't just tell people about your successes. Tell them about your failures. Tell them about the times you screwed up. Because so many times, that's really how we learn. We're like, oh, I don't want that to happen to me, right? So, (laughs) (laughs) And no one wants to hear someone be like, oh, I made, you know, $500,000 by doing like, yeah, I mean, that that's nice every now and then, but we really want to know what mistakes to avoid. So if you can, you know, connect with your audience and communicate with them on a different level. And I think podcasts yeah, more relatable, I think. More relatable. That's that's a great way to say it. So yeah. just be yourself. You know, your your podcast doesn't have to be edited perfectly. In fact, if you make too many edits, it doesn't sound natural because when we're talking in conversation, like, you know, we were, you say words like, like, <laughs> you know, because yeah. we, yeah. we start a sentence and we don't finish it, but that's how our brains are wired. That's how we connect with people. So believe it or not, if you edit your show too much, it doesn't sound natural. So anyways, connecting with people, being real, hearing their voice, I think goes a long way beyond just written words or like an email you can send somebody. You can get a feel for their personality. You can see their eyes if it's video as well, right? So there's certain things that you can do. So that, that's my point number three. I've got two more. Uh, <laughs> point number four is t- the ability to collaborate with your peers. I have talked to a lot of people and coached other podcasts that want to use podcasting as a foot in the door to work with other people, right? Because sometimes you send an email and it's like, oh, you'll never hear back because it's just an email. But if it's a mentor, someone you kind of look up to, or again, someone you want to collaborate with in some way, inviting them to be on your podcast is a great way to at least initially make that connection. Yeah. They can learn a little bit more about you and, you know, uh, feel more comfortable with you. So it's easier then once the episode, you know, comes out to be like, hey, you know, would you like to collaborate on this? Would you like to do this together? So, um, yeah, that's a little bit. Have you, have you ever done that before? Have you ever collaborated with? Um, I mean, I think I've cooperated, but I haven't initiated it, but it leaves me, uh, gives me some ideas. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Yep. You can also swap like audio promos. That's a great, a, a great way to like cross promote with other podcasts. I always, um, I always encourage my clients to create like a 30 second, somewhere between like a 30 second to 45 second promo for their show. Uh, kind of like the who, what, when, where, why, you know, of your podcast. Mm-hmm. And then you can take that and swap it with another show. And as long as the demographic is somewhat similar, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, it doesn't have right. to be you know, exact, 
just because I listen to a podcast about money doesn't mean I only want to hear, you know, about podcasts about money. I want to hear about different things that, you know, are relatable to my demographic. Uh, so swapping promos, doing stuff like that, that, that's a great way to kind of collaborate as well. And then my fifth point is built-in promotion. So for, for all the coaches out there, if you have a course, um, if you have a book that's coming out, if you have some sort of online class, live class, or something like that that you're doing, it makes it so much easier, I think, to quote unquote, sell this stuff within your own podcast. Because think of it this way. If people are listening to your show, again, it's because they they like you on some level. If they keep coming back, it's because they right. like you. Yeah. So it's not that it's not that big of a leap to say, oh, you like me on this podcast. Wouldn't you love to coach with me one on one? Let me coach you. You know, wouldn't you like to, you know, attend this event, you know, that's coming up where, you know, where I'm going to be at or a book launch or something like that. So it makes a lot of sense, I think, especially for coaches to get involved in this space because you're kind of auditioning already (laughs) as a coach. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They like your podcast is just one more step. So you can sell your own products and services, uh, promote social media, again, courses, webinars, anything like that that's coming up. So I'll go over what one more time really quickly. Number one, increases your credibility. Number two, expands your reach. Three, allows you to connect more deeply with people on a different level and in, in a different way. Uh, number four, you can collaborate with peers and other people that you've been interested in reaching out to and just hasn't quite worked for you yet. And then number five, that built-in promotion where it's just a much easier sell to promote your own stuff because they already like your podcast. Yeah, awesome. Awesome tips. I love it. I think I wish I had somebody that gave me those tips in the beginning. Me too. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I love it. All right. So kind of, uh, we're kind of coming up to the end of our time already, but what would you say kind of a first step for somebody that wants to start a podcast? Yeah. So the biggest piece of advice that I have is that you first become a podcast listener. So if you don't already listen to podcasts, you're, well, you're probably not listening to this right now. Um, <laughs> but I encourage you to take your like your phone. Every phone has, you know, native podcast apps built into it or there's other apps that you can download. And I recommend that you subscribe to five different podcasts of different genres, okay? So even though, you know, you love whatever it is, fashion, don't just subscribe to five fashion podcasts, right? Make sure they're of different genres. And for the next 30 days, write down what you like and you dislike about the shows. You're going to find out, first of all, really quickly if you like podcasts, right? Um, But you're also, this is going to be information that you can build upon. So if you do decide to take that next step and launch a podcast, you're going to want to create a show that you would listen to. And you're going to learn really quickly by listening to other people's shows, what you like and you dislike. You're going to learn if you like interview shows like what we're doing right now, or if you would prefer it just be the expert talking. There's plenty of shows out there like that. Uh, you're going to learn uh, the frequency of the show, you know, how often they release episodes. There are daily podcasts out there. That's way too much for me. Yeah, <laughs> there's daily shows, there's weekly shows, there's bi-weekly, bi-monthly. So, you you know, you're going to learn what kind of works for you. And that's what I would recommend that, you know, something that you consider on launching your own show. And other simple things like how people use music. You know, if they're going to have commercial breaks, how do they toss to a commercial break? Um, is it weird? You know, are are you completely lost when you start to listen to an episode because they didn't tell you who they are and what the podcast is about? 
You'd be amazed at how many podcasts forget that and they just kind of assume their audience is their audience and they're in on all the inside jokes. And then you've got new people listening and then they never come back because they can't keep up, right? You got to make it simple for people. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, first become a podcast listener, go through that, you know, little exercise that I gave you and see if you want to, if you want to do this. And then if you do want to take the next step, I got a ton of free content (laughs) that you can check out that literally walks you through the entire process. And what is your website so they can go take a look at that? Yeah, totally. So independentpodcast.network. For short, we call it IPN, but that's the URL. And by the way, Cheryl, I do have a weekly podcast that I do. Of course, I have my own podcast. It's called Mm -hmm. Podcast Your Business. And each week, it's just me. And it's about a 20, between 15 and 20 minute episodes. And we, we talk about a different podcasting topic. And it's specifically focused for people that are creating podcasts for their business. It's available in all the podcast platforms, you know, anywhere you, you uh, check out podcasts, it's there. And I encourage you guys to subscribe. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sunny, for all that amazing information. And guys, I hope you enjoyed that. And, you know, I have to say that I definitely resonate with all that for starting when I started my own uh, podcast. And I hope you guys, you know, consider, you know, is podcasting right for you? Is it going to help your business? And uh, thank you for joining in today. And we'll see you on the next episode. Have a great day. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.